joining us for another edition of uh, Behind the Song, uh, basically the podcast that features uh, artists and how they wrote a hit song. Uh, and today, today we're joined by not one, but two people. We're joined by Alan and Mackie uh, from Seminole Early Millennial Band, uh, Seven Foot Junior. Uh-huh. Thank you so much, uh, right, Alan right. and Mackie. Uh, and of course... The song we're going to be talking about is called Daisy. It's it's definitely one of those, and I I, I would dare to call it anthemic songs. And uh, it has got it also has a life of its own because lalo na sa Pilipinas. We know that a lot of listeners they may not remember the band, but they remember the song. Yeah. So we figured Daisy is actually one of those songs that you don't have to be a hardcore fan to know the song and. Most likely, you sang along with it no mga panahon na yun. So, before we get into the specifics ng kanta mismo, uh, it's hard to find background on Seven Foot Junior kasi basically, <laughs> wala pang gumagawa ng Wikipedia page. Eh. Yeah. Although, buti na lang may Facebook page. Uh, tama, ba yung, <laughs> tama ba yung understanding ko? Uh, Seven Foot Junior, way before the first major release, you were already formed and you already had singles out but you had a different lineup when you started. Ano yung kwento basically ng 7 Foot Junior? Yeah, that's correct. Um, gusto mo nga kung magano nito? Or ako na? Oh, sige. We're the one to blame on the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just to give you some history behind the band, uh, we were Maki and I together with Frank and uh my brother, Mike Elgar, we were playing with Jet Pangan. Uh, he did a solo stint without the dawn in the late 90s. So, from 1996 to 99. So, so we were, we released two, two, three albums with him, but uh, eventually decided to go back to the dawn for obvious reasons. And, uh, so the four of us decided to continue our uh, our lineup, but this time, this time we decided to keep the lineup and at the same time write our new material for this particular band. So, so Michael Gar, my brother, was the lead singer back then, but Maki also did some vocal vocal duties, and uh, we released. Before the album, we released two, uh, two songs. The first one was Mata. And uh, that was written by my brother, Mike. And it did very well also in, uh, if, if you remember that site, mp3.com. I remember it did very well in, uh, back, back then, was it streaming or was it downloading? I don't, I can't remember anymore. But that was, uh, and we recorded the single with uh, Mark Lakai's group. Uh, what's the name of what's it for Furball or Furball, Furball. yeah Mark Lakai produced uh, basically days, helped us, yeah helped us produce that single and um, and released that through that uh, channel which is mp3.com and uh, and um, more or less we started that band that way and we did some covers as well as apart from our uh, original material from mostly written by Mike me and Maki. So 
Micah and Maki. And uh, as you all know, my brother now is with River Maya. Uh, he was invited back in 2001. And uh, we also released another single that by exactly when Mike left the group, uh, we released another, another single and it was Maki's song, Mahiwagang Oo. Uh, it was, it had good rotation also in uh, NU 107 back then. And for that song, Maki sang the, it was the singer for that particular song. Okay, so fast forward dun sa part na, again, uh, we established kanina na you were already doing the rounds as with your current lineup and you yeah. released songs on mp3.com. Uh, but then, uh, how did, how paano nag come into play na yung, because uh, before it was a really big deal to, to have a deal with a, with yeah. a label and uh, to have somebody fund your recording. Ano yung headspace nyo noong panahon na yun? Uh, did you already have the songs ready? Or was it more like you got the deal tsaka nyo pinings together yung album? Actually, we had the songs already and we were doing the rounds at the clubs. But uh, just to add to your... Uh, actually, just to answer your question, we tried to shop it around. Uh, in the, to the record labels back then that was the the that was the procedure for you to or the steps that you have to take for you to uh, to go to the next level but the timing was actually off at that time it was the time that uh, oh, it's, it was funny also I was working for a recording company <laughs> during that time uh, that's what where I first met Joey uh, I was working for Star Records during that time, but I was handling the marketing side and not the production or A&R side of things. But So we were shopping it to the songs to other record companies, different record companies, but no one was biting it. That was the time that the piracy was really starting to really hurt the industry. No one knew CDs na MP3 sa or even the CD versions sa mga changge changge but so timing was off so eventually with my exposure and so yun benefit and I was in the basically in the behind the scenes of the uh, music industry by working in that recording company and uh, so sabi ko uh, let's produce the album on our own, independently, we finance it, and that's and after we we're done with it, we shop it again. So basically, buone album we shop it again. So that's what we did. So medyo malaking investment and ano, but but we're very fulfilled about the experience. Because ano na rin eh, uh, sa, sa tracks recording namin ano pinini namin ano sa the legendary tracks recording. Oh, it's that time already. Tracks recording Suju with Angie. I can and only that, imagine the expense at that time yeah. para record sa track. So, was it was it as big as I imagine? Actually, we uh, surprisingly we were able to keep it uh, at a, a, an affordable uh, amount because when we come in we basically know already uh, everything uh, we we rehearsed it well already and nagulat ka si Angie ma- mabilis kami mag record eh kasi I think mag- we had the benefit of uh, 
those gigs prior to actually going down to the studio to get yeah. the benefit of playing the songs live. So we yeah. had it down past the bar parts after that. And thanks to Frank also, right? Uh, Frank is a very consistent drummer. Consistent drummer. Of, uh, yeah, so timing is very. It's a even in during the Jet Pangan group days, he was a one take drummer in terms of uh, laying down his track. So he's really one take the caster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by okay. the way, Frank Frank continues to play with Overton. This oh, time, so he's with Overton. So. Oh, that Frank. Okay, that Frank. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So fast forward, Taya says uh, Daisy, the song. Uh, again, yeah. like I mentioned a while ago in the intro, it came out during a time. When, of course, you, you had those bands that influential during the 90s, like the Gin Blossoms, yeah, the bands that had it. that jangly pop sensibility. Na it was catchy, but it wasn't. Nandun siya sa exactong threshold na hindi pa siya yung common radio pop. pop eh. May uh, edge yeah. pa siya. Um, when you wrote Daisy, uh, well, the first question is was that your choice for the single? And, uh, uh num- Number two is, is Daisy a real person? That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, to answer your... That's it. Yung Daisy, actually, I wrote it during the time we were already recording. So that, those are... That, that's one of the songs that... Uh, Kasi kulang pa kami for the album. So parang Maki also wrote several more songs to add to that particular album. But Daisy was written during the time we were already we started already recording the other songs. So and uh, in terms of choosing it as a single, kumaga na record na namin lahat eh. At the end of the recording, parang the band unanimously decided na parang ito yung magandang first single for this album. So Ganun lang yung naging decision no. It's really, we finished everything kasi we released already Mata, Mahiwagang o and we re-recorded it for the album para mas makita yung magic ni Angie Roswell then in terms of uh, improving the sound some more. But tapos, you know, basically, technically, for that particular album, the third, that's already the third single that came out with that lineup of songs. But to launch this, the album, it was Daisy and wala lang. Parang the band felt na mukhang maganda itong unahin natin. Tapos yung second question mo in terms of kung totoong ano siya, uh, walang, wala akong kakilalang Daisy. Pero yung walang basis na tao yon. But uh, ang inspiration nun, uh, there's a song by uh, uh, Foo Fighters, uh, Aurora. Uh, the album na uh, nothing left to lose I, I I forgot the title of that album but it's one of the favorite albums I, that uh, Foo Fighters released and uh, during that time we, we were covering some of their songs also in that album and Aurora actually was uh, parang sabi ko parang iniisip ko and even suggested by my wife na sulat ka kayang kanta ng pangalan ng babae so uh, so that's how the title Daisy 
came into play. But it's not about any specific person, but it's about all the <laughs> all the men or boys who were friend zone that uh ano, yun lang yung ano nun. So, kwento ng mga kwento ng mga na- men and boys that you love before. <laughs> <laughs> Ikaw lang yun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's uh, those uh, those are the answers it's, to your question. It's interesting to to hear kasi lalo na nung uh, nung panahon yun, ayaw naman sabihin nung araw. Pero there were, especially you, Alan, uh, working in the industry, there was always that one wild card na kanta, no? I was, mm. I was so surprised to hear that you wrote it nung ano na kumbaga yeah. yung process medyo tapos na halos yung process there's always that one song so when you were writing it um, kumbaga try natin balikan yung yung yeah. frame of mind mo no, no were you writing it uh, more because there was an experience you wanted to share uh, ano yung hatian ilang percent or ilang percent ba yung gusto mo lang talaga dagdagan yung <laughs> yung yung mga kanta yeah. <laughs> um actually <laughs> talagang kumaga i wanted kasi for that particular album i already wrote one song maki wrote i think already four songs by that time tapos kasi i wrote three songs for for Seven Foot Junior pero yung dalawa hindi ko sinama sa album sinama ko yung isa tapos sabi ko I'd like to contribute one more song for the album and actually ganun lang yun it's more ganun tapos isip lang ako ng pwedeng isulat para ano bang mga common na uh, problems or heart problems or whatever romantic uh, thing that uh, I'd like to talk about. So, yun lang yung pumasok doon. So, it's more of really, I'd like to contribute another song for the album and uh, tulungan sila Maki and ano, si, Ma- si Uton, marami rin contribute sa ano na yun. In fact, wala na siya, iniwan kasi niya yung, he left all, all his songs with us for with the band kasi he continued with the River Maya and uh, he left the songs with us so, he also had four already. Four or three. I can't remember. Si Maki yung ano namin yung pinaka-prolific in terms of uh, the songs for the album. So, yun. It's, so in, in terms of percentage, siguro yun lang. I just wanted to contribute uh, 90% of it really to contribute for the album. So, kasi yun na, laglag yung dalawa. Parang hindi, hindi siya ba, bagay sa nakikita namin direction ng this album niya. Si Maki, dami na sinulat nun. In fact, marami kami hindi sinama sa album na yun. So, um, malay mo, lumabas pa. So, eh, yun ang ano nun, di ba? Ano? <laughs> 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 Kung lalabas pa. Pero <laughs> yun. So, uh, when yeah. Daisy came out, again, um, Seven Foot Junior, you really can't say na nung lumabas yung Daisy, na Seven, junior, Seven Foot Junior was a new band. Uh, like, yeah. again, you already did the rounds, you had singles out, again, online. Pero, looking back now, did you, I know it's a question that gets asked a lot, pero ine-expect nyo ba na ganong kalaki yung magiging pagka-infectious ng Daisy? Like, did when you were writing it, 
consciously bang inisip mo na sige lagyan natin ng matinding hook or a very anthemic chorus or no. kasi yung yung simula ng Daisy ano eh talagang may build na siya going up to a humongous chorus eh. uh, it's really all alam mo naman pig ganyang classic music it's all about the chorus the sing alongs and what not nung, nung pinuput together mo yung song were these were this was this stuff na you were thinking about na shit kailangan ko ng isang gigantic chorus or hindi <laughs> <laughs> naman actually it's more of um, siguro yun nga the experience that we had playing for several bands already and at the same time yung listening to kasi kami ni Maki and everyone else sa band uh, hindi kami sarad pag sinahin mong rock, rock lang kami or whatever particular genre so we really listen to songs of feeling namin it's and the bands we we try to we were inspired by was you know, Jim Blossoms that's, you were correct in that uh, and Foo Fighters and parang they had that certain edge but at the same time ang you recall ng mga choruses nila it's, it's there so so pag tinanong mo na inisip ko dapat ganito and para lumaki rin siyang ganitong klaseng na kanta hindi siya conscious effort. It's more of really a conscious effort to make the song sound uh, maga masar- maga madaling madaling sakyan o madaling matikman or ma, uh, ano mo, ma, ma yun, it's, it's, it's really that. So, and at the same time, siguro, lumabas nang as, as kasi normally, that's how we write songs. Uh, like, for me, I write the verse because you just try out or eventually some a chorus will come out and that's how it came about so yun shouting the name Daisy <laughs> so very na Aurora si Aurora very pagdating sa chorus ni Aurora medyo pababa naman yung energy so iba naman yung approach yeah. like I mentioned a while ago then ang isa pang super na uh, which well personally I was impressed during that time is it wasn't exactly the perfect time for anthemic pop rock songs. Uh, this was mm-hmm. a time sumasabog yung yeah. sumasabog yung new metal. Sumasabog yeah, exactly. yung uh, like all the bands it was a good variety pero ang, ang kids nakafocus sa, yeah. sa metal yeah, it was this true. exciting very violent thing na, or, well seemingly violent thing na, and then yeah. the underground consistently building punk hardcore and ano, yeah. look, looking back Ano yung, when did you know, or yeah. kailan yung naramdaman, uh, especially during playing live, that you know you had a good audience? Na, no? there, were there memorable times when you played Daisy? Uh, certain gigs, certain places, mga benchmark na, you, when you look back, sobrang good memories kayo? Mary? Um... <laughs> Nothing particularly comes to mind with regards to your, uh, your actual audience. I can't um, actually remember a specific gig that parang sing along sila or alam nila yung tanta. I think tama ka eh. Around that time, ang focus talaga was uh, the new metal uh, kind of uh, rock that was uh, 
most a lot of bands uh, were playing back then. I guess to me, ang mas naalala ko was yung pagbibagig sa mina when we would get together with other bands, the big the big gigs, the big festivals. Yun yung for me yung nagsistick sa akin eh, yung being together with other bands and musicians and hanging out. Yung hanging out backstage, para sa akin yung famous naging memorable, hindi yung not so much yung audience. Kasi ako, from my from, from what I recall, ewan ko lang kay Alan, pero parang wala pa naman ako naaalala na it's sing-along talaga yung pag-sang. <laughs> wala, 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 yeah. wala doon eh. But yeah. there were gigs na the, 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 the people would reaction to that would range from in art or polite na clap appreciation pero iba naman talaga nakikita mo they popping their heads along with and for me sa akin parang okay na yun eh the very fact yeah. na sariling songs namin yung kinakata namin at napapaganan sila okay na yun but I do remember yung times na pagpasabay namin yung mga two metal bands and there were a lot that time Greyhounds <laughs> yes. Pina- uh, Keso, <laughs> Yeah, pero yun na. Feeling namin, kulang natin, hindi nalang natin distortion. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yung mga stack natin, wala, kulang eh. <laughs> anyway, but it was fun times. It was nice to see the, you know, local acts being uh, about it, having their own uh, share of yung mga fans na laki talaga ng big to see them. Kasi yan, time. Yes, I think same thing rin. Wala rin akong ma-pinpoint na yun na talagang. Uh, ano, it's more of ano lang talaga. Parang people relate towards the latter part. Parang oh, the audience recognizes who who we are. So, yun lang yung siguro. Pero there, it's not really a... Ano, pero tapos yun nga. Parang I appre- we appreciate na people were buying the, the CDs. It's, it's, that's it. And we did the distribution itself. Ako yung umiikot sa tao. Noong time noon, may Tower Records, may Music Ones. Ako yung umiikot, nangongolekta and everything. So I did I did most of the everything. The legwork. The legwork talaga. Tapos kanya-kanyang bentahan din kami as uh, members of the bands and gigs and also. Kaya... It's it's actually very surprising to hear after all these years. Ang akala ko talaga it was a major release. Yeah. And it was uh, it was funded kasi from the audience viewpoint hindi mo siya matatakasan yeah. sa radio. And then and New 107 uh the old radio station yes, it was nominated for three awards. You won an award yeah. for the video and the video yeah. At the time, the video was actually a, not just decent, but it was a good-looking video for the yeah, time. Yeah, it right? is. Uh, so, um, it's, very, it's very surprising na parang, uh, it sort of was like the blueprint of the years to come nung biglang sumapok yung DIY explosion, everyone was oh doing things on their own. As a listener, for me, uh, sometimes I feel not a lot of people know that, and they should. 
Kayo ba, do you sometimes feel that? Uh, <laughs> I mean, of, I mean, of course, no musician wants to pat himself on the back too much. Pero kumbaga, do you, do you do, looking back now, do you realize na medyo, ah, shit, revolutionary pala ng konti yung, yung naging approach, ano? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I think that only comes more often in hindsight time. In hindsight, yung thinking lang namin was to get the album out, get the music out, do it as professionally as we could, even yung mga resources namin. And uh, get it out as, as uh, with a finished product na, na proud kami. Na, okay kami to. And really have to thank Alan for doing a lot of the legwork, even though na-contribute naman kami lahat as musicians and songwriters. Talaga yun eh yung majority na gumawa ng legwork niyan. So, and he was pulling together yung knowledge na nakukuha niya si uh, record. <laughs> record label exec. And at that time, hindi ko na-realize na what we were doing was actually, like what you said, Joey, you know, the blueprint of how things were gonna be done. There was no conscious um, effort to do it that way naman. We were just doing it out of necessity. And we are just Alan was pulling together yung mga knowledge and resources na alam niya, like in contacts niya with the, with the, the great Angie Rosul or things like that. Kasi na, nakasama na siya eh, with producing acts and his uh, star records. And so may knowledge siya about it. So I guess we really, sabi nga lang, necessity is mother, the mother of invention. Or in this case, innovation. You know, we weren't inventing, inventing things just innovating or trying to put out a product the best way we knew how and the best way we could afford you know yun lang yung resources namin that actually yun yung nakakatawa yung the resources that he's talking about actually what we knew actually was the mainstream way of doing things so I made use of yun nga yung connection yung contacts ko yung 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 pag-print mismo ng actual product, we use FAS. Yung talagang nag, nag, ano, nagpo-produce ng CDC to sa Pilipinas. Yung, uh, ngayon nga, nabilitaan ko, hindi na rin yata sila nag, ano, ng, ano, ng CDs. So, but I used that. Tapos yung video, nakilala ko yung director because I was uh, producing um, uh, TV commercials for TV ads for, ano, for, ano, for Sarah Eggerson, for our product. So, na-meet ko yung director and pre-descent ko lang yung album namin and he was really excited and so, that's Pedring and Pedring is is the one doing a lot of movies now, action movies, yung kay Maria, yung si uh, Christine Reyes, he's the director yung kay Maria Ozawa with Cesar Montano, I forgot the title of the movie but siya, siya yung director rin noon, so and he's doing I think the reboot of the Carlo J. Caparas catalog for Viva this year and for, for the coming year. So, si Pedring, na-meet ko lang nga din through my editing work sa, um, sa studio niya. That, that time was shock post and they more or less subsidized part of the, ano, we paid a, a little bit of money. We spent a little, ano, yeah, but they subsidized the, ano, the production as well. So, yun din eh, parang... Yun nga, indie lahat eh. Parang pitch in lang din yung mga nakakakilala ko. Tapos, during the time, two-edge real pa yung gamit, di ba? So, syempre, 
kinuha ko rin yun, binili ko rin yun from, kasi nakikita ko yun sa office. So, but technically, we were producing a, a major release on our own. So, yun lang yung, ano, ang pinagkaiba ngayon kasi there, the computers are really powerful and they can really do a lot for you already. But during that time, it was really analog and old school and we had to fund it. And, uh, If you want to know additional trivia, uh, how much we spent uh, recording it, because uh, I had I have all the receipts. We kept our accounting, non basically in a no quarantine. In, in a, it's, uh, we only spent. And only because I know some of the albums that were released during the time was spent. Uh, malalaki yung budget, eh. pero in, since kami lang gumastos, we spent sixty-five thousand for the whole. Recording, mixing, and mastering with Andrew Zoom. Walang discount yun. It's really, trinabaho lang natin namin na mabilis. And uh, noong time na yun, ang nagre-record sa tracks was Slapshock. Kasabay namin nagre-record yung Slapshock dun sa ibang... So, noong time na yun. And uh, Sugar Free was... They, uh, they were still finishing and doing finishing touches mini mix and master pa ni Angie yung time yun. so nauna pa namin matapos yung album namin sa mga yun pero syempre sila meron silang major label backing uh, and uh, kami I, we shopped the album no, wala rin kumagat so sabi namin uh, what the heck we, we spent for it already and why wait and uh, no I don't know if that was the right decision but because <laughs> <laughs> when, when I talk to Darwin uh, Hernandez of uh, Supstar because during that time when it started Six Cycle ah, yun, just to ano, kasabay namin Six Cycle Mind sa mga gigs kadalasan and um, tapos Moonstar 88 then yung, yung unang lineup pa uh, and um kasabay namin madalas tapos si Darwin yung manager ng mga bands na yun sabi nga ni Darwin ano lang yun hindi lang kayo naghintay <laughs> o nga parang there was a kasi by 2005 we released the album 2003 but by 2005 ito na yung pumalik na yung ano ng audience for pop rock or basically yung melodic rock na releases and Six Cycle Man came out Cuché Hail and bamboo eventually and um, so yun, yun yung next wave of uh, bands eh. so nandun kami sa gitna 2003 kasabay namin yung kapatid kapatid also released their own album hindi release yung mga panahon na yun so yun sila yung mga kasama namin sa shelves sa Music One and Tower Records when I go when I do the rounds eh. so yun so yun nga kasabi ni Mami hindi, hindi naman talaga namin ano, na maging blueprint siya for indie releases. In fact, mas, masyado siyang expensive na blueprint na, <laughs> na example. Kasi to give uh, people listening in and uh, and of course younger people an idea, uh, yeah. 65,000 may seem like a lot now, pero you have to remember uh, during this time uh, mga budget mga ala, 300 to up to half a million yeah. no? uh, ang, ang budget ganun ang so, mga budgets nun 
may buy may pera pa yung recording kapos bowi at the moment did seven foot junior uh, I guess because part of my next question is did seven foot junior like officially disband or uh, did it just like sort of uh, Parang kumbaga, yeah. everyone just got busy. Kasi the reason why I ask you, uh, I always ask uh, the people I interview this question, dumating ba yung time because of the bigness of Daisy na nagsawa na kayong tugtugin yan? That you wanted to play other yeah. songs? Did, did it ever come to that time na, pucha, wag naman yun. Uh, did, did it reach that time? Or, I mean, um, I mean, naturally, ano lang talaga, as musicians, you, you want to keep playing different stuff. Yeah. It's not that you're not proud of it. Pero, uh, did it ever get to that point? And uh, has it ever been considered that you guys play it again? Or? Hindi uh, naman. Yun nga, tama yung question mo. We, we actually never really disbanded. Uh, there just came a point na, some in uh, for example Frank became busy with uh, overtone Maki also started with his own project uh Milagros Dancehall Collective yeah so that was around 2004 2005 mga ganun eh tapos you know by the time parang at the same time siguro na ano rin kami uh in terms of interaction nung banda uh, in, Yun na nga, malas eh. Hindi kami umabot dun sa next wave eh. Parang, parang hindi lang nag-ano, nag, yung traction ng banda, hindi na umabot dun sa, sa next. Hindi namin naman in-expect eh. Tapos we, we, yun nga, there were other projects and, uh, ako naman eventually, yun rin, na-invite naman ako mag-play sa Bojo Fly. So, that, that was also the year na, 2005 2006 then time na nando naman ako sa ano so yun yung ano si Rileo also formed this ano own project with ano Valve 18 pangalan ng Lang, Actually, in fact, meron kami mga unreleased songs. We were already playing a new set of mga new sets of songs nung time na yun before we actually ano, very long hiat. Ano, hiat. Hiat. So, ano naman ngayon? 2020? We formed the band in December of 1999. So basically, that's ano ba, 20, 20 years. So that was 20 years ago, yung banda. Pero hanggang tumagal siguro yung run na medyo active kami, 2005. So it's been 15 years. Actually, Maki and Nari were talking last year. Talking about... Kaya nga, nag-surprise kami na you had this invite. Eh, parang we... We have plans actually this year, pero uh, what is that? We don't know yet. Because we have songs that uh, were never really officially released. Maybe you'll see some of them. I don't know if they're in YouTube or in any in Facebook. But we played them in. Because we played for one benefit gig, we reunite kami for that particular show. So we played some of the new songs there. So di ko lang may may ibang nagvideo or ano. So. Still in the same, still in the same genre, musical vein. Um, yung at least yung release namin, yes, it's uh, 
konektado siya sa syempre a little bit there's a dance mas merong may dance side of it but uh, and uh, pero nandun pa rin yung um, what they call this is it the 90s uh, sound or something but yun yung ano eh uh, pero yun na yun yung pinag-usapan namin how will we if we release the uh, new songs at this day and age how do we and, and what will be the line that we what kumaga what do we ano, may mga ganong usapan eh parang do we do gigs as uh, parang parang ano eh parang ano lang uh, hindi naman siya what they call this real hindi naman kami kailangan mag-reunite kasi we're still busy with our current uh current band and uh, at the same time may mga banda na rin yung mga kasama namin before and siguro we'll do several shows eh yun yung mga up in the air kung ano yung pwedeng mangyari para lang to commemorate the 15 years after or 20 years after actually and maybe my brother will join the lineup again so may mga ganong usap-usapan so, so parang kumaga magiging five member yun yung mga possibilities na pero syempre hindi namin ma, maupuan ng gusto dahil uh, our current band True Faith kami ni Maki magkasama and we're finishing an album also so may ganun rin na ano yung aspect ano eh yun yung mahihirin lang mahal na yata si Mike hindi ano lang yun pipitikin lang natin yun <laughs> okay. As a as a final, well, it's big, lang surprising and and exciting. Na at least you're talking about the the possibilities. Because yeah. a lot of the people I I interview now, Mecho, uh they're they're sort of okay and at peace. Na uh, those were good times, memories. Na lang siya. Um, yeah. But aside from aside, I know you guys are busy with True Faith. Pero what what else do you guys do aside from True Faith? Ano anong pinagkakabalan niyo pareho now? Yeah, ikaw ma. Well, right now, Pero, bukod bukod sa manlalaki ah, huwag niyo na ikwento 'yan. <laughs> bukod sa lockdown. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh gusto ko na when Seven Foot Junior kind of like took a hiatus status. I was playing with other projects and I was dancing collectively. Oh, my God. Best of movement ka pa pala, di ba? Oh, that was the time na pagalik ako sa corporate. So I went back to working in an advertising agency. That was for the longest time in the collaboration. Right now, still doing some odd creative projects here there is a freelance aside from from playing uh, sports so you know being a dad to my teenage daughter which can be a helpful sometimes schedule-wise ikaw ba sir Alan may family ka na ba or meron meron ako 22 year old I have a 22 and a 17 year old maaga yan Maga, nung ano, in, in fact, um, graduating na yung panganay ko this year, but probably go to med school, so mahaba-haba pa. Si isa naman, next year, graduating na naman ng high school. So, ano na ako na, medyo graduate na ako sa in terms of pagpapalaki ng bata. But, uh, 
yung ginagawa ko, it's more of ano, uh, after I discovered na yung nasa Mojo Fly ako, na I can do music production at home. So, so I do projects for, I write jingles, I write scoring for commercials, for even movies. And uh, lately, I've been doing a lot of audio uh, projects in terms of uh, voiceover uh, recordings. Hindi ako, ah. I, I, I hire talent. But basically, I supervise the production for, for those and um, so for commercials then and for so yun yung and I also write for musicals so mga stage musicals and mga original musicals na nagpapasulat so yun freelance for the past and True Faith actually thank you to True Faith I'm, I'm able to afford basically doing this side projects kasi yun nga kasi sustain ko full time through music and performing and writing music yung yung ano na yun, yung aspect naman na yun. And another side of me pa, just to, ano lang, to make it more interesting or more boring, uh, I also do financial pla- financial planning. So, I took up, uh, basically, I guide people in how to, where to, and when they plan, where to plan invest, and at the same time, uh, prepare funds for retirement, and even for protection, and basta basically yan si Maki isa sa mga una kong kliyente yan eh uh, sa ano and yun basically those two, two three, uh, three things basically and uh, so syempre there's true faith there's the uh, music production and audio production side and uh, in the financial planning side yung ano naman yung financial planning I stumbled into it uh, by accident when I met someone who was explaining to me the importance of uh, uh, being prepared financially and uh, so I took up a course na that will be more or less uh, accredited as a registered financial planner and so yun as I give wealth forum so yun yung medyo ano medyo hindi mas cerebral pero more or less doon pumasok yung pagiging teacher ko naman kasi I used to teach also pero noon bata young kids but now syempre adults teach them how to yung mga young adults also to how to prepare for their financial future yun lang nga ngayon naka-lockdown tayo so yun na nga hot water hot water naka Lockdown tayo lahat yun tuloy ano yun lang yung mahirap freelance tayo lahat yes, yeah. <laughs> alright so thank you so much to uh, Sir Alan Sir Vaki thank you for joining us this has yes, been Behind the Song you, we'd like to remind you, everybody of the single the single is called Daisy by Seven Foot Junior uh, is it on Spotify or you people can yeah. basically go to YouTube and Spotify to check out the song. We highly Spotify, encourage... Apple Music, Amazon Music, it's really... It's out there, actually. We released it's, it in CD Baby, so... So, they, CD Baby took care of everything else, so... Kaya, andale. <laughs> awesome. This has been Behind the Song, uh, brought to you by Big Baby Manila Studios. Thank you, and uh, hope to hope you guys listen in again for the next episode. Thanks, Joey. Thanks, Thank you, Joey. Bye.
This episode of Behind the Song was produced, recorded, and distributed under quarantine by Big Baby Studios. Stay safe and we'll catch you next time.